After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Welcome into the Deuce and Mo podcast, recording this on a Sunday night, and the Kings are starting to heat back up all of a sudden. They've won four in a row. They've won seven of ten in five straight games, scoring 130 or more. The last time that was done was November 1988. The Kings offense is rolling. They go to San Antonio and beat the Spurs 132 to 119. I'm Deuce Mason. That's Morgan Reagan. How you doing, Mel? I'm fantastic on this Sunday evening. I, I'm i good after a Kings win. I'm good. Well, the Kings are six games above 500 now. 24 well, and 18. They have not been six games above 500 since April of 2006. The final game of the season. That year, they were six games above 500, so the Kings are doing something they haven't done in a long-ass time. Historic vibes. Historic vibes lately, and with a lot of things as a team, with individuals, and um, whether they're small victories or big ones, they're victories, and I am excited to have them here in Sacramento. Yeah, and they're doing it with, historic offense we you know we talked about yeah. it in our last podcast hey they're the number one scoring team in the nba but when you play the last five games and in all those games you've scored at least 132 points that's pretty insane sure and i know so many people are talking about the defense and we'll talk about some of those issues that we saw in the first half tonight 
But what they're doing offensively, and it's not just the same people every night. You know, it's typically Fox and Sabonis, and who else is stepping up? In the month of January, it's been Harrison Barnes. He had another big game tonight. Then you have tonight Davion Mitchell coming up in a big way offensively. What's impressed you about this Kings offense, and maybe even tonight? I think it's the way that different individuals have been stepping up, right? Like, Sure, you've had your guys like De'Aaron Fox and Domas Sabonis that you can depend on. But even when you get a slower night from De'Aaron, let's say, you will get a bigger night from Malik Monk. Or from tonight, it was Davion Mitchell off the bench. Try, try. Trey Lyles has had a lot of different games where he just pops up and he's been that spark. So I would say just the variety of players that have the ability to step up on this team. It's been impressive. And Fox and Sabonis, you know, you almost take them for granted. And then again, Fox tonight had 11 points in the fourth quarter, getting to all of his spots again. That mid-range game is lethal. Yeah. I mean, he hit one over Pirtle. That was just nasty. And how about that sequence where he's John with Sohan a little uh-huh. bit, then he gets irritated and comes down and puts one on his head. Eldon Johnson for three. Air ball long. He was challenged, had a hand right in his face by Davion Mitchell. Here comes Fox on the run to the basket, and he hammers it off the bounds. And the Kings fans below us here in that group jump to their feet and salute to De'Aaron Fox to make the 113-106. That was nasty. Yeah, I didn't stand up off my couch, but it was I went back like, ooh. Did you make that? Is that the noise you made? Yes, I Carlin was like, yes, Santa-like, yes, fat man-like. I mean, I don't know what you're trying to do. Yes, very much like that. Um, But it got me. It was just the way that he went with it, with authority. Instead of just laying it up on the left side, he throws it down. So that was sweet. Fox finished tonight with 23 points, 11 of 21 shooting. Surprisingly, I'm looking at this, he did not take a... Free throw tonight, which is seems kind of insane. Yeah, well, he's had a game like that only a few ago yeah. as well. So um, sometimes it's been those games where you're going, okay, officials aren't giving him the love that he deserves, and sometimes it's uh, he's not attacking enough. And I think on a night like this, sure, there was things that were bad in that first half, but it wasn't necessarily their offense. It was, if anything, their defense. Oh, it was absolutely the defense. The Kings... We're down one at the half. But, I mean, there is large portions of the game where the Spurs were shooting well over 70%. And it's obviously something that the Kings have been so inconsistent with this year. We've seen brief stretches of good defensive basketball and some good defensive basketball in the second half. We saw good defensive basketball in the second half against Houston. It seems like they just can't string it together for a full game. And I don't know what that is, Morgan, because... You can't have situations where you're just getting blown by left and right. I mean, there were so many straight line drives in the first half. Just easy buckets. 44 of the 64 points at the half for the Spurs were inside the paint. And even if it wasn't a straight line drive, they were okay getting into the paint they were too far and deep where then the next guy whether it was purtle or another spurs just cutting through the paint they would get an easy jumper they would get an easy look it was the entire defense was just shifting over and not staying engaged in their areas on the floor yeah and i think the matchup between sabonis and purtle is just a challenge because purtle is strong he can match his size and physicality 
And, you know, he's got to worry about Pirtle because Pirtle can score a little bit. And we saw that tonight. Pirtle had a nice game. He had 23 points on 10 of 12 shooting. He also had seven rebounds in the game, a couple of blocks. So Sabonis is trying to deal with him rebounding. And when guys are getting beat, it's hard for him to help too. So I I thought the Kings defense was really, really disappointing in the first half. And I I think part of it is like you just have to guard your man. You have to get in the defensive stance and get in your guy a little bit. And I felt like there are so many times they come out too aggressive on shooters again. And this is a a theme we've seen where it's not like the Spurs are some lethal three-point shooting team. They don't normally take a ton. They were 10 of 35 in this game. I just don't come out so strong. And then they give up these straight lines to the basket or at least opportunities to get inside the paint. And the Spurs were really doing a good job moving that ball around. And then you're on your heels. I guess my question is, why do we see such a difference between the first half and the second half? Is it a little more focus? Is it, oh, they're playing a bad team? Like, what? what is the difference? I, I uh, That's what it feels like, right? Like, sometimes they're getting a feel in that first half and going, oh, okay, we really do need to step it up here in the second half. When it's a good team, maybe it's a different type of focus that they're coming in with and they're ready to, like, you know, kill from the start. Um, with the Spurs, it's, I get how things could be hard at times because, you know, they're still coached by one of the greatest coaches of all time. They still have some good individual talent, but they're just, they're not a good team in this league. Right. And that's where you have to capitalize on and realize, okay, what can we do better as a team? And that's really disrupting their game. You know, like you said, they did, they stay disciplined. They move the ball around um, because if they don't pop is going to sit them. And so they stay dedicated to that game, but then the Kings just weren't doing a good job of really making a difference on that end. And it wasn't just the stats to back it up. I did feel like in the second half, they came out with a little more aggressiveness. It was like, hey, we're not going to allow you to score at ease in the paint. We mentioned the 44 points in the paint by the Spurs in the first half. The Kings allowed 64 points total in that first half. Well, the second half was a different story. The Kings outscored the Spurs 69-55. to 55. Sacramento shot 62%. They were 8 of 15 from three. Uh, they held the Spurs to under 41% shooting, although the Spurs did hit 8 of 18 from three. Uh, the points in the paint, major difference. Spurs only had 22 in the second half. Yeah. 11 for 25 in the second half. And it was just a much better job with their t- intensity along the perimeter, right? Like they were putting that pressure on. They weren't falling for pump fakes. They were staying down and staying more grounded when it came to chopping their feet with closeouts. I remember seeing even... When you see Casey Akpala kind of run by a guy and you think of him in his role as just a defender on this squad, you just, it's frustrating because for him, he needs to do that perfect because that's when I feel like other guys will start to follow. His type of defensive intensity is contagious. Why do you think Davion was defensive player of the game? Mm. Because he picked it up and that started becoming contagious. Davion was money tonight. And you could pretty much give him defensive player of the game for the Kings every night. Right. The big thing tonight was he was knocking down shots. And what a difference that is. He gives you 19 points. He missed one shot of tonight. He was 7 of 8. 
He knocked down four of five from downtown, including some big shots in the fourth quarter. I believe he had nine points in the fourth quarter, some key ones late. Harrison Barnes races, shovels it ahead. Davion Mitchell is fouled as he scores, and that will put some icing on the cake. It's 129-117. The Kings fans down below us, we hear you. We hear you. Light the beams. <laughs> they are having a ball here in San Antonio. Oh 129-117. That shit gives me chills. Every time. When I saw it on TV for a little bit, they showed that part of the crowd, too, for a second. I'm just like, holy shit, we're hearing light the beam in different Dude. cities. It's great. No, and then you hear some Spurs fans booing because they're trying to like, drown it out. I was like, God, that was... I knew there were a lot of Kings fans there. Shout out to Crown Downtown who made the trip to San Antonio. That's so they awesome. went to the game. Those were loud, light the beam chants. Yeah, I know. Absolutely, they were. I mean, you if you can hear it on the broad, heard it on the TV broadcast, heard it on the radio broadcast. Yeah. Um, I just, this fan base is truly incredible. The beam is truly incredible. <laughs> and it actually looks even brighter tonight. Uh, my family was texting me, so. Dude, that's amazing. Well, Davion uh, was big tonight, coming off the Kings bench. Um. I'm going to play a cut, and I just realized I have the old score up. This is from, oh, man, this is a bad thing. No. Let's pretend like this didn't happen. Hold oh, on. Okay, God. we fixed it. Uh, let's pretend. Let's uh, start from three, two, one. Morgan, is that okay? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Here's Davion after the game. There's uh, a lot better playmakers. Um, I mean, my, you know, there's a lot of good players on our team. So I know our, my role is to come in and uh, try to find my teammates, um, just try to turn things around, especially defensively. I mean, you know, the past few games defensively, we have been – not not our best except in the fourth quarter but playing good teams that's not gonna work so i just try to come in and, and, and change the game like that that's fair that's yeah. fair and that it's a good perspective to have and i think the one difference from this king's team compared to even some king's teams that had brief moments of looking like maybe headed in the right direction the constant theme that you hear is we have to be better hey yeah i understand the excitement in this town over the fact that we're the number four seed but there's a long way to go. You know, there's still 40 games left. And I think all the players feel that. You know, I heard Keegan talk about that. Sabonis, HB, Fox. They're all in line understanding, like, guys, this is great, but we can be better, and there's a long way to go. They want to do something that's sustainable, yeah, yeah. right? They don't want to just, like, get those cheap wins with some really high-powered offense. It's They want to be a complete team. And they have the right mindset, to be that type of team, they have the right talent and they have the right coaching. And now it's just about putting it all together. And I think the only other thing that could move the needle a little bit more, obviously we talk about this every time, is looking at what changes can be made with their talent as well. It just tweaks to their talent and it could get them over that hump, especially on the defensive end. But whenever we say that, it's not like we know exactly who's available and what is there right now though, we got another Kings win, and that's what we get to talk about. On on losses is when we talk about all the trades. Come on now. Well, I feel like the guy that gets brought up the most when it comes to any trade talks with the Kings is Harrison Barnes. Yeah, always. We chronicled this last night, chat, what he's done in January, and it's continued. Tonight, 29 points for Harrison Barnes, 8 of 11 shooting, 4 of 6 from 3-point land. The 3-point shot all of a sudden starting to drop for him now, which – it's not totally a surprise because he's been like a 40% three-point shooter in his time with Sacramento. Got off to a slow start. 
But the biggest difference for me this year with him is just his ability to get to the free throw line. Yes. He was 9 of 11 from the line tonight. He's attacking. He's aggressive. That guy gets calls, too. He's doing We talk about Fox not getting calls. HB gets calls. And he's because he's doing a great job of accepting that contact and trying to make the shot first instead of just being like, that's a foul, ref. Why aren't you going to call that? He's like, no, I know how this league works. I've been here for a while, and I'm going to go through, guys, try and get these, uh, trying to knock these down. He's done a great job of being aggressive and drawing so much attention with the way that he does go into the paint, but then starting to become more and more of a consistent threat from the outside. His game has just been on point as of late. Dude, he's been absolutely money. Ended up playing 38 minutes in this game. It's funny, Sabonis, I feel like you just, we shouldn't take it for granted. He had 18, 18, and 8. Normally, that's like a lead story, but he's been doing this so often. These numbers are insane, Morgan. Talking about him with other people just around the city or around national media, I mean, everyone is so impressed by his unique style of play as a big man in today's league. And he's starting to really come together with hitting an outside shot when, you know, not, not forcing it, but just his so shot selection um, has been amazing. The way that he leads a squad with not only the way that he plays on the floor, but verbally as well. I think that's one of the most important things. Those are things that don't go unnoticed, especially when you're watching an away game from home. You get to see those camera shots of him just really talking it up, clapping it up, saying, hey, this is what we could have done different. Okay, bring it in. And the Kings just haven't had that in a while. They really haven't had that type of leadership in a while. And besides the points he's putting up, besides the numbers he's putting up, that's also been just absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's the consistency. It's the fact that he's playing through the injury. He has changed not just him, but he has helped change the culture. He has. The guy is 100. in the prime of his career, and it's just been special to watch him. Uh, this note from the Kings. Sabonis finished with 18, 18, and 8 against the Spurs. Second consecutive game with at least 15, 15, and 5. He becomes just the third player in franchise history with 15-15-5 in these straight game in these three straight games. Um, the other ones on that list are just uh, Chris Weber and Demarcus Cousins oh, who yeah. did that. So pretty good company, and it's just like twenty straight double doubles. It's uh, yeah, and don't don't take it for granted because he is a a magical being out there and a magical being huh? yeah oh absolutely you i, I, I still will never forget the first time that i saw him out there on the floor after that trade and i remember texting deuce being like there is just something unique and magical about his presence just the way that he was there warming up before a game his body size his i don't know his aura and for him to elevate his game to the next level in this season, it's wonderful. And, oh, 741, yes, it's that time to give love to Mike Brown because <laughs> it truly, we're talking about Harrison Barnes and what he's done with his game and then Domas Sabonis and what he's been able to do with his game. It goes to what Mike Brown has set, not only as a foundation when it comes to culture, but also to this 
free, fun way of playing basketball on the floor together. It's truly a team style of play, right? And any guy can do well in this type of style. Harrison Barnes during this four-game win streak, 29 points, 8 of 11, 27 points, 8 of 14, 16 points on 5 of 10, and then 30 points on 11 for 13 shooting. So some pretty awesome numbers. And, uh, you know, just seeing how this offense is starting to click a bit, right? Keegan knocking down some shots tonight. Keegan knocked down three triples, 12 points, five rebounds for him. Kevin Herter returns to the lineup. Just even seeing kind of their off-ball movement around it and yeah. what that could lead to, it got Keegan some good looks. It's a, it's a potent offense, and, you know, it, you're not going to play these four teams the next every single night, and I get that. You're not going to keep playing Houston and L.A. and San Antonio, Orlando. I understand all that. But I think we have a large enough sample size to go, this Kings offense is pretty nasty. And it doesn't matter. You wanted to see them play like this against those teams, yeah, though, yeah. right? That's something that we always talk about. Like, if they had just won by a little... Like, we're obviously still criticizing what we saw in that first half with that defense. Although the Kings offense, or the Kings altogether, had zero turnovers in that first half. And what, they were only down by one? Or up by one at the half? They Whatever. Were down by one, yeah. Down by one at the half, right? And so, they were taking care of the basketball, playing some high-paced offense that was really working, just not playing on the other side of the ball. It's just, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of good things that this team has been doing against some of the bad teams. Yeah, Kings put up 132 points tonight, 55% shooting, 14 of 30 from three, 20 of 25 from the free throw line. They had 24 assists and just six turnovers in the win. Shout out to our guy, Purple Talk Josh. Give me a hell yeah. He donates 10 bucks saying, it is I again, believer in all things beam. Oh, praise be Lord beam. Let us rejoice and show the behemoths in the city of fallen angels, the beams heavenly glow for it is our savior. Amen. Amen. Basketball gods. Amen. Amen. Amen to that. Pray to that. Love it. Appreciate that. So, the Kings have won four in a row. They're in the number four spot. Is there anything else that jumped out to you about tonight's game against the Spurs? Trey Lyles. It, it just talk about another guy that Call him Mr. It. Perfect tonight. 4-4, four, four, 12 points. You can call him Mr. Perfect, too. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. But I just, um, he's been someone that when I see him out there, I just trust. I trust when he has the ball. I trust when there's a loose ball situation because one, I know that he leaves it all out on the floor. His effort is just absolutely tremendous, but I think he's such a smart player. He's such a smooth player. So on the offensive end, if you're going to drive down and dish it to him for a corner three, I'm confident in that shot, even if it's a quick look shot, but, um, he's been consistent with the way that he's been playing off the bench as well. Are you going to give the people what they want? What do they want? Arm the laser. Arm in the laser! Bring in laser ignition! Fire the laser! <sighs> Hurts the ears, but Every in such time. a good way. Oh, is that blood there's, coming? There's oh, blood God. pouring out of my ear <laughs> for some reason. I don't understand. All right, so next up for the Sacramento um, Kings. I think they're coming back to Sacramento. And then going to L.A. But uh, okay. the road trip, I guess, continues. It's a brief two-game road trip. They play again Wednesday against the L.A. Lakers, who have two games before then. They're playing again tonight, and they play tomorrow. And then they take on the Kings on Wednesday. And you and I were talking a little bit about this before I even had to jump on for WebEx um, with NBC and just about where the Kings are in the Pacific Division. And really why this is an important game because then they can win the season series. Yes. And if there is a situation where you got to break a tie, it's just great to be the team that's on top. That is wild to look at that more. I know. I mean, I know divisions aren't always like really that big of a deal, no. but the Kings are in the division lead right now, a two and a half ahead of the Clippers who are banged up. Mm -hmm. The Warriors Three and a half back, the Suns four, and the Lakers five. Uh, we should also note the Warriors lost tonight. The Warriors are four and 17 on the road. That's not good. That is awful, Morgan. <laughs> I'm going to the entire league. I wish I could just do this. I think let's look at the teams above 500 on the road, okay? So you've got the teams above 500 on the road this year Boston, Denver, wow. Memphis, Brooklyn. The Bucks are at 500, the Sixers are at 500, and the Kings are at 500, the Knicks at 500. Okay, so there's more than I actually thought, but yeah, I mean, but still, I mean, we're talking about six, seven teams. I mean, you are above 500 on the road. You're going to win a lot of games, and it's crazy to even think about that, and I know it's like, hey, be careful. You don't want to get too far ahead, but the Kings are 24 and 18 before the season. It was like, hey, could they get to 500 on the season? Well, from here on out, they could play below 500 ball and still be a 41-win team. Wow. So it's a it's a nice track here. It's a nice track, and we just have to enjoy every single moment. Every moment. That's what I – I keep doing that. After every single game, I even – I kind of asked myself tonight. I'm like, you know, why are you so excited after – a win over the Spurs and what you know, the light, the beam chance there and, and what it did with a sense of pride for me, just loving the Kings and loving basketball. And I think because there truly were so many miserable times that we were connected to that 
I don't ever want to forget these good times, especially because in sports, shit goes away fast and you want to really enjoy it while it's right there and you're feeling that moment, you're feeling that joy again. And when you look ahead at the schedule, you know, you just lost to the Lakers. It's not going to be an easy game. Oklahoma City is really playing well right now. Yep. And then you're home for your home for OKC. But then on that homestand, you've got OKC playing well, the Sixers and the Grizzlies. Oh, yeah, that's tough. That's really and tough. And you cap it off with the Raptors. Yeah. I mean, even going into the Lakers game, looking at what Thomas Bryant did, obviously there's going to be a point of emphasis on what to do differently on him. But he's Dude, a guy. He killed the Kings. Right. That killed the Kings. And a lot of it was just his effort out there and the way that he fought. And sometimes that's hard to slow down when it's not just this super skilled guy. So, um, yeah, Kings are just going to really have to double down on him uh, when it comes to rebounding and making sure that you're out hustling him. Let's get to some comments from the YouTube chat, Morgan. Would you like to? Uh, well, what do we got? Uh, well, here's one comment saying, uh, I watched a clip of Morgan singing on King's post game the other day. It was truly special. Mo is badass. That's from Jonathan. Were you singing? Uh, no. Oh, you were. You did the shut up and dance with, or was that shut up and dance with me? Or what song were you? You're reading a tweet to a song. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes, I do recall. It was, it was somewhat singing. I was trying to sing. That was not my best performance. Uh, Steve in the chest is Lakers, OKC, and Toronto are all dubs. Okay, okay, you're you're throwing away the Memphis game. I'm ready. I can't wait for that Memphis game. That's a big day. That it, Monday. It's a big day. I'm not trying to jump ahead. I know, but it's a big. It's a big <laughs> game. It's a big game. It's a big day. Big day. It's a huge day. Uh, Shiesty says, "Are we going to make any trades soon?" Yeah, I mean, we we've talked a bit about the trade deadline coming up and you know, there's a lot of talk from people who cover the league wondering how active it's going to be because you have so many teams that are kind of bunched up in there, right? Like, I don't know. There's a lot of buyers out there. A lot of teams who may want to make some moves. So the next couple of weeks are kind of pivotal to see if there is some separation and what happens. I don't know what to expect with the Kings. I mean, yeah. here's the thing we can sit here and make all these predictions did anyone last trade deadline think before the deadline go, you know, I think the Kings could trade Halliburton. No one thought that. No. Like, even if you thought he was, oh, no one's untradeable, you didn't think they were going to trade Halliburton. So, I don't know. And you if know? you did, then you are a wizard. What? How do you feel, though, about making a big trade? Would you be cautious about that during the season? Is that something you'd wait for the offseason? Um, Just from, like, a chemistry rock in the boat standpoint. It, it just depends. I, I mean, this is dumb to say. It depends on what your goal is for this season. I think their, go their goal is always right now just for the Kings. It's not like yeah. championship or bust. It's make the playoffs, right? It's not even, I don't even think they, they have the goal of make the play in. It's make the playoffs. And before the season, I was saying, yeah, I think they'll be in the play-in conversation. And now I think it's more and more as you look at the Western Conference, it's like, okay, this could be serious about being a playoff team this year. I don't want to screw that up. But you also, when things are good, that's when it's also good to look at trading to make those tweaks to get better. 
right? Because you want something that's going to be sustainable, that's going to last for multiple seasons, not just for this season, make the playoffs and say, whoo, shake it off. We're good until next season. No, because you also don't know what and who will be available in the off season. But at the same time, there could be everything in the same available and it could, everything could be a little bit cheaper too. So I'm a coward. I'm a, I, I, I could never be a GM. Yeah. I, I love, I talk a big game and all this yeah. stuff, but I'd be like, I don't know if I want to make a big move. I don't want to. I don't like, want to rattle it too much. doesn't want to. And that's not because I am naive thinking, hey, they're a complete team. I just think you do have to be careful. I think making a monster trade, I don't even know what that would be. Like you said, like I think some of the names out there, you think about like, I don't know, uh, if OG's out there, Siakam, you, know, right. you, you keep an eye on Toronto. I don't know. Maybe there's some other ones out there. You know, you you, you make a big one, it, it's, there's an adjustment period and there's... That can mess with things, get shake it up a little bit. And I think this team is good enough now to be a playoff team. I've seen enough from this team to go, okay, the defense isn't where it needs to be, but because of their offensive weapons, they're good enough to be a playoff team in this year's Western and, Conference. And they're also good enough to be a playoff team in this year's Western Conference because other teams are starting to fall apart a little bit. But that's how the league works. Yeah. Like, that's what you would hope could happen right and I think for me especially to start this year I wasn't envisioning so many teams um not performing to a higher level I was expecting more from this Western Conference and even from the Lakers and LeBron James I just have a hard time counting him out coward I know although AD was on the floor warming up tonight before the game there you go he's getting closer to return maybe that's good and good for him you know I I I, well, no, I don't. I hope to see that for him as a player. I don't like it for the Western Conference. Shout out to Ipodicus who donated 10 bucks. Super chat saying, uh, don't change the second half of the season. Light the beam, no moves. <laughs> beam team. Appreciate that. Also, our poll question for the chat today, who was your dog of the game? Oh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> okay. The options. Davion Mitchell with 19 points. De'Aaron Fox with 11 of his 23 points in the fourth quarter. Harrison Barnes with 29 or Demonis Abonis with 18, 18 and nine dimes. What's Morgan's answer for this one? Who's your dog of the game? I'll go with Davion Mitchell. Um, he deserves the love when he's making those shots on the offensive end of the floor. We know what he can do consistently night in and night out on the defensive end and not to take away from that. But you really want him to be that combo guard out there, right? Like you want him to be able to do so much more And that when you see him take a leap in his game, um, even if it's not consistent, he deserves to be the dog of the game. Where I just went and itched my nose a second ago. Yeah. Went, oh, that hurts. Do I have a big zip forming? Do you see anything? It's dark. Hold on. I'm just, I just need to know because it, it kind of hurts. Do you see anything? Uh, no. Okay. Thank no. You. I, I saw a zit on your face the other day. Oh, oh okay. yeah, it's right there. Okay. okay. I was yeah, going to tell you. I still get zits, Morgan. I know. I wish you would let me just, like, pop that. It's popped. It's I dumb. know, but the other day, but I knew you. Do you do. understand how weird you, you do? I need you to understand. It is weird that no, you. Not. It is weird that you take joy in popping Mm-mm. others' Mm-mm. zits. Well. You pop your own. That's cool. Whatever. I mean, I, I'm with you on that. Oh, There's something maybe. satisfying about getting in there and go, 
And it like yeah. squirts on the mirror. Ew, what the God, no. <laughs> no. I don't have all you know what I mean? No, I just like like the just popping a pimple, you sicko. I'm sick. You like popping other people's zits. I mean I would if if like people would let me, I totally would. It's weird. No, but it's what, not what, weird. What, what, can I ask, why do you like doing it? To, uh, uh, that's disgusting. Other that's, people's nasty. Even one time Matt Barnes and I were sitting there and he was like looking at like Dr. Pimple Pomper or something. He's oh, like, God. do you watch this stuff? I was like, love that shit. <laughs> I do. I love it. I love it. Uh, Donald says, uh, the Kings seem to play better defense in the fourth. Is that because Mitchell is in instead of Herter? Um, no, I mean, I, I think tonight that helped. You know, I think Kevin looked like a guy who's missed a couple of games because he was sick. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and what's what I love about this is that the Kings, one, they get a win, so they don't have people don't have to worry about Malik Monk not having the greatest night off the bench or Kevin Herter being right back where he was like starting to get that flow and knocking down those threes. All of that's okay, not only because they got the win, but because they also responded from their bad basketball in the first half or bad defense in the first half. Oh, well, let's get some uh, different perspective on tonight's game. Let's go and check in with our good old buddy. What is up, Coach Nick? Hi, Dusamo. Oh, Hi, no, Nick. no. Morgan, I didn't tell oh, you this. Uh, we have an update from Nick. He's He has strep throat. He's tested no. for positive for strep throat. So the, the, he decided to call in and talk with okay. strep throat. Okay. That's probably not a good and idea I, for you to be talking, Nick. And I do want to say, I do want to say that the Kings won tonight. Why not like the beam? Well, Nick, Nick, you don't sound like you have strep throat. Well, well. <clears throat> well, um, I Nick, it's okay. I think you sound you sound a little sick. Are you drinking tea? Well, I um, well, my throat was bothering me today, okay. and so I did, and it was bothering me yesterday too. So I went to the doctors, and they said they looked at my throat through my throat, and the doctor said that they tested for they tested me for possible strep throat, and then. It was tested positive. All right. Well, you you get your rest, Nick. Uh, I can tell. They put they put me on medication for it, and just you know, they they did. They put uh they put me on medication for it. So which which I'm gonna get better. Yeah. Why not? Why not beat the strep throat? Why not (laughs) beat the strep throat? And why not wipe your face after you eat? You know, because you got food all over your face again. Yeah, and right now I'm watching the Los Angeles Losers. Yeah. <laughs> and they're losing right now by one point by Philadelphia. Oh, oh my God. Losers. I love it, um, Nick. What do you like about tonight's Kings win over the San Antonio Spurs? I, I, I feel like it's good. I feel like they got the win. They, yeah. You, you feel that way? They did get the win, Nick. All right, so after the game, you get the win. What's your message to the team? To play better defense. And get yourself a win. Hey, 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 Coach Nick. Oh. It's it's me, Deuce. I'm one of your players in the in the locker room. Oh. You you always tell us to play defense after the game. Like, why not? Can you can you give us another <sighs> message? Any other coaching advice? Just go out there. Just go out there and keep keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. That's good. No, it's That's true. Good. Keep, keep it simple. Yeah, Just I go like out there it, and coach. play your game. Yeah. And coach is sick right now, so you. Gotta, um. Like, let me ask you this, Nick. Final thing: Who was your dog of the game? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I <clears throat> I feel like um K- 
Keegan Murray. Keegan Murray. All right, I like okay, it, Keegan. Yeah. All right, Keegan has some big threes tonight. All right, he's yeah. your he's your dog of the game. All right, Nick, we'll get your rest. We hope you feel better. And like you said, why not beat strep throat? Yeah. Oh, hang in there, man. Yeah, you, you need good. to get some rest. All right, stay hydrated yeah. too. I sound. I sound. I sound sick. Do I? Yeah, you, you, you do. You need to drink. Go drink water. Okay. Okay. All right. Sleep, Sleep dreams, Nick. Sleep dreams. Oh man, S- sick Nick is not. That's sad. You can't tell him that he doesn't sound sick. Well, at first then he then didn't. He, he like, did. He be like, honest. Hey. At first, it, f- it felt like he wasn't. I totally thought <laughs> he was. You're such a dick. <laughs> uh, You're awful. Man. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you feel better, Nick. Sleep dreams, Nick. Sleep effing dreams. All right. Um, Morgan has her grandma's funeral tomorrow. I don't know why you're laughing because of what I said before the pod. Yes. What was so wrong? What, what did I say wrong? <laughs> you didn't say, honestly, you didn't say anything wrong. And I wish everyone would talk like that. All I said. Burying, burying the grandma tomorrow. We are doing a condensed version because you're burying your grandma tomorrow. Is she not being buried? Wait, didn't you say something else? I, no. Putting her in the dirt or something. I say. <laughs> no, I did not. I did not. I did not. I did not. Who is this human? Oh my God. Yeah. But, um, more and more her funeral tomorrow. Um, so yeah, got that. Are you speaking? No, no. There's 17 cousins. We'll, we'll all chat about and celebrate her after, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, no. Um, are you, um, in my what? Yeah, no, bring it. What, what? <laughs> What do you think I'm gonna? I need mean, to you think I'm gonna say. What do you think I'm gonna say? Are you gonna cry? No. Okay. What were you gonna I, say? You'll probably tear up a little bit. That's okay. Eh, we'll see. I don't know. I was honest. You want to know honestly what I was gonna ask? What? Are you gonna bring a <laughs> a shovel? Why would I bring a shovel, Deuce? Well, you're burying her. Right? <laughs> you're so stupid. I don't. I think it's so weird people being buried. By the way, can I just be honest? I just think it's like. Ugh. I think that's what I'm joking about. Um, I don't know how. What I'd I don't think do. coffins are good for the ground. First of all, really? Like they don't. They're they don't. They're they're there forever. Yeah, is it bad for the ground? Do you are you just making I mean, stuff up? No, but think about it. It's like we just as humans we consume so much material and then we're putting it directly oh, down geez, back into the earth Louise. like i don't know I, by the way people <laughs> if you guys don't know morgan is laughing at this okay morgan is a oh yeah. she's a dark you personality guys, i'm yeah. not offending her we're, relax you got you got it you gotta laugh about this you laugh stuff, so you don't you know? cry I mean, um, come on yeah so <laughs> i i think but i don't want to be cremated either it just seems, hey i died throw me in some fire like what why not why not be cremated why not <laughs> Yeah, no, that's way cooler. I'd say be buried without a coffin. <laughs> Just naturally go into the... And they, they, they do do they that, do right? They do yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, they could do that. And then, and what's cool about that, and then, like, little bugs and things could, like, eat eat at you. Compost and then, me. And you could become, chat. like, a part of a tree. Yeah, that's com- what I want. Compost me. That's Put what me I want. The roller. <laughs> With some dead leaves and dirt just until my body erodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Um, <laughs> what, Morgan? What? Just this conversation's great. I love it. But Brooke says, why not be cremated, LMAO? 
Well, we appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with us tonight. Kings get the win. Back in action on Wednesday night. Going to be a busy week. Uh, we'll be talking to you again Wednesday following Kings and Lakers. Morgan, seriously, though, embrace tomorrow. You I know, will. Be with family. Thank you. Enjoy it. You're going to be around a ton of family. Your grandma met a lot. Like, yeah. No. Get in, man. I, I, I'll drink it in. Just like this win. Um I'll drink it in and it will be good. So, and I'm glad I got to hang out with everyone tonight. We love you guys, but we got to go. You all have a wonderful rest of your evening. See ya. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. The podcast that you know. Deuce and mo. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.